Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Tonight, House Republicans escalating their impeachment inquiry into President Biden as his son Hunter Biden defies their subpoena. The House just moments ago narrowly voting to formalize a Republican probe into the president that has so far produced no evidence of wrongdoing. The dramatic speech from President Biden's son, why Hunter Biden says he'll only testify in his dad's impeachment inquiry if it's in public. Republicans say they're pursuing the truth. Democrats accuse them of pursuing pure, ugly politics. The House voting moments ago, Republicans voting to formalize the impeachment inquiry involving the president. But where is the evidence? And the stunning moment today, the president's son, Hunter Biden, coming before the cameras. The House voting. President Biden is now the subject of a formal impeachment inquiry. In a vote along party lines, the Republican-controlled House officially approved an investigation that has been underway for months now into the business dealings of the Biden family. So anything happened yesterday. Um, what's your take on this? 437-1620. Republicans now officially opening an investigation they have been conducting for a while anyway, uh, but now officially saying, let's do this. Therefore, that'll give us things like subpoena power and you know official ability to request documents. The White House won't be able to stall them anymore and things. That's kind of the, the objective of this. Pure partisan lines, okay? Purely on partisan lines, right? Um, no Democrats broke ranks. Um, and Hunter Biden, this followed earlier in the day, Hunter not showing up for a closed door and saying, look. In the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. Now, what's interesting about that, if you haven't been following all of this stuff, I mean, it's been all over the news for a long time, but, you know, if you haven't been following, it's fine. Um, uh, I'll be honest, I pay more attention to the Milton City Council and the Scambia County Commission meetings in Pensacola, you know, because that's my domain. So I, I pay attention, but not like super close attention. But the House Oversight Committee actually has put up a Web page back in September the evidence of Joe Biden's involvement in his family's influence peddling schemes. And it gives 20 pieces of evidence showing that Biden was on phone calls, Biden was involved in, made decisions, was the brand that that Hunter was selling. Um, because, you know, the old basically line of reasoning is, what does Hunter Biden know about anything that would justify him being put on some of these boards and being paid the lavish amounts of money that he was paid by foreign entities other than the fact that his last name is Biden? And you have to imagine that he was selling his ability to influence the White House on things related to, for example, Ukraine or China or whatever. That's that's kind of the historical allegation. And the response from the White House from uh, now President Biden has always been, I had no dealings with my son's business. I didn't have anything to do with it. Because if the vice president of the United States is 
letting his son sell influence and is participating in that, I mean, that would be an impeachable offense. That would be a removal from office from when he was vice president. And the question is, did it continue after? Is there any of that today? You know, this is what they're looking to inquire about. But there's a part of me also that says um, it it sometimes feels like Republicans can't get Biden, so they're trying to get Hunter. You know, like going after the family because you can't get the main target. That's I just tell you, that's how it feels to me. It also feels to me like, um, well, they went after our guy. We're going to go after their guy. You impeach Trump twice. We're going to impeach your guy. You investigated our guy. You got four well, more, but you got, you know, four big court cases going on against President Trump. Uh, we're going to get your guy, too. If we're going to wage elections in the courts and in the impeachment process, then we're going to wage in the courts and the impeachment process this is the way it goes. Tit for tat is fair game, right? Fight fire with fire. And that bothers me, too, because when you fight fire with fire, you can't argue that, fight, that, that using fire is wrong. You know, you, you lose your moral ability to complain about the tactic being used by your opponent because you're doing the same thing. Now, everybody's just messy. Everybody's in the mud and stuck to the, you know, Br'er Rabbit. On the other hand, where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire. And the line that Hunter chose that he's not financially involved in my business strikes me as a shift from the historical line that that President Biden had nothing to do with, the Vice President Biden had nothing to do with any of this, because that's been their defense. And then they recently said, well, nothing important. (laughs) He was just on some calls. No big deal. Well, that's a pretty dramatic shift. And then as Jim Jordan pointed out, to say financially. He said, my father was not financially involved in the business. That is a huge change, which means, sort of means he's involved. I think that's how anyone with common sense would read it. He's been involved, just not financially. I mean, it's a weird word to add in. Because if what you mean was he wasn't involved, what you say is he wasn't involved. But if what you mean was, oh, he was involved, but he's not an investor. Well, then you say he wasn't financially involved, but nobody says he was an investor. Or, well, he was involved, but he didn't receive any money, which has been one of the other claims that, you know, money got funneled, right? Again, that's not the same as not peddling any influence and not exerting your authority in office or out of office or your connections, right? So, I don't know. There's a part of this that just feels like partisan retaliation. There's a part of this that feels like attacking the family and not the target. And there's another part of this to me that says... Let's find out. You know, these allegations have been swirling for so long. Let's find out what the truth is to the degree we can know it and then decide what to do with it. 437-1620, what's your take? Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, my take is that we're still looking great out there this morning on the roads. I-10 and I-110 is at posted speeds. Uh, Highway 29 south through Cantonment flowing smoothly. If you're headed through Navarre, 98 eastbound is clear up to Winhaven. If you're on Mobile Highway at Beulah Elementary School, it's slow in both directions there from the school zone, also in front of Gulf Breeze High School on Highway 98 in both directions. We have a school zone there. Davis Highway, though, is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton and Brent and Fairfield, and uh, looks like W Street and Palafox is looking good. This report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Celebrating 40 years in business on the Gulf Coast, call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. If you see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620, call or text our traffic tip line. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Got a couple of texts in here, Jake. Thanks so much for that. One person says, I suppose it's a relief to know that every member of our government is very busy doing everything they can to avoid actually running 
the government. Um, somebody here says, I wish the Republicans got this fired up about restoring infringed gun rights and meaningful reduction of taxes. Uh, I would say you know, getting the budget under control, which, of course, could potentially lead to meaningful reduction of taxes um, and decreasing influence of government in every aspect of your life. Somebody else here says uh, 437-1620 is the text line. Uh, Democrats open up the door with grandstanding impeachment and uh, and Trump over and over again in the trials against him. Right. Uh, let's see. Um Oh, yeah, some uh, somebody reminds you know the old clip of Biden bragging uh about um the threatening to withhold funds from Ukraine in order to leverage them about changing their prosecutor involving the Burisma corruption investigation. No, it's true. He did. He bragged about it openly. Now, is that evidence that he was involved and he leveraged that influence for his son's benefit? I, I, close but no cigar. You know? When the news anchors say no evidence, I mean, no convincing, like not that you could secure a conviction on evidence, but the point is, well, what else don't we know, right? That's that's the idea. Uh, somebody says, it's not tit for tat, your liberal bent is showing. <laughs> okay. Oh, th- this is not retaliation. Also, they say, this is not retaliation. This should have been taken care of when there was a media blackout on the lost laptop. A- also true. Also true. Uh, <laughs> my liberal bent is showing. Oh, man, I am. I'm just... I am a super closeted liberal, and there you figured me out. Well done. Detective skills are fantastic. Um, It's not Br'er Rabbit. Well, you know, we'll see. I think I I lean on the it's good to have the investigation because it's good to get the evidence out there. Could it ever lead to an actual impeachment and removal? Well, you know, no way in the Senate, right? Impossible. So what's the end game here? Well, the end game here would be information that might be of use to voters, right? I mean, that's the best possible likely scenario is that the Republicans find convincing evidence that Joe Biden engaged in corrupt behavior vis-a-vis his son's foreign business activities before the election, which would be relevant to whether you want to vote for Joe Biden, assuming that he remains the candidate. So this is most likely best viewed as an election campaign element, right? And, and by the way, of course, I mean, the other side do, does that too. I'm not I'm not dismissing it for that reason. I'm just saying reasonably you can't believe this is going to go to the Senate and wind up, you know, then we're not going to have, it seems very unlikely we'd actually have an impeachment to me. Um, it's impossible to imagine at this point, based on anything we know, of course, you know, facts can change, uh, that we would have a conviction and removal from office. I mean, can you really see that? I mean, even in your most wide-eyed, wild-eyed, optimistic dreams, probably not. 720 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. The Volkswagen Sign and Drive event wraps up the year at Pete Moore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 Volkswagen Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Pete Moore Imports today. It's never been easier to bring a shiny new Volkswagen home for the holidays. All you have to do is just sign your name. There's no down payment, no security deposit, nothing due at signing, and no first month payment. How much easier could it be? Just sign your name and you'll be driving a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos home today. And as the new year comes to close, Pete Moore Imports wishes everyone a very Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. Pete Moore Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 
Speedmore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, zero first month payment up to $900. Offer ends January 2nd, 2024. See dealer for details. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Don't forget who the real enemy is. He is described in 1 Peter 5, 8, where the Bible says, Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. The devil is the diabolical one. He is as a roaring lion who is prowling around the neighborhood, seeking whom he may devour spiritually. Inside a home, a brother and sister or a husband and a wife may be arguing, maybe slamming doors and yelling. But the moment that they recognize that there's a prowler outside the house, the petty differences and the argument disappear and the family unites as one to protect their home. So it is God's call on his children to be sober and vigilant and resist the real enemy, the devil, and he will flee from you. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 930. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join him today at 930 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hi, this is Terrence A. Gross. I've now practiced law for over 44 years. I'm proud to say that my three sons are my law partners. We have five offices throughout the Panhandle, Pensacola, Milton, Crestview, Fort Walton, and Navarre. If you have been injured due to the negligence of another, call us at 850-434-3333 or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com. Hello, everyone. This is Austin Price wanting to wish you both a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from News Radio 92.3. Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, Good morning, 724, News Radio 92, 11 days, very, very soon, very, very soon. Oh, man. Good to have you with us on this Thursday morning. Uh, we got David Wayne in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? Israel keeping up its attacks on Hamas today despite worsening conditions in the Gaza Strip. U.N. officials say roughly 90% of the Gaza population has been displaced by, uh, by the bombing. About a million people uh, are facing starvation. The Palestinian health, health Ministry also says vaccinations for children are being affected by the ongoing war. Iran is warning against the creation of a proposed U.S.-led international task force to protect shipping operations in the Red Sea. Iranian media reported today that uh, the nation's defense minister says any such force would face, quote, extraordinary problems in a region where Iran has predominance. 
And uh, holiday travelers all along the East Coast are being told to get ready for some storms today. Forecasters there say uh, two storm systems are going to be slamming into each other early next week, creating a bigger system moving up the coast and uh, dumping a whole lot of rain. So that'll uh, be interesting with a lot of people on the holiday or on the roads for the holidays. Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay. Um, Looks like a couple things just popped up on my map. Let me get back here and zoom in. It looks like a Gulf Beach Highway eastbound starting at about Brothers Barbecue, which is the uh, intersection of Albany Avenue and Gulf Beach Highway. It looks like eastbound there. It's really, really slow. Got uh, some really uh, strong red color there on the map. So something's happened. I don't see an accident reported by uh, Florida Highway Patrol, uh, but we'll keep an eye on that. If anybody knows, let me know, 437-1620. Uh, otherwise, uh, Mobile Highway going by Beulah Elementary School, also Highway 98 going by Gulf Breeze High School. They're going to be a little bit slow with the school zones there. Otherwise, we're looking good. I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds. I did see something. Let me get back over to this map. Uh, we do have a vehicle crash just popped up just a few seconds ago in Milton at the rest area on I-10. Uh, so I guess maybe the ramp to get into that rest area, uh, if you happen to be headed that way, eastbound on I-10 in Milton, uh, there is a vehicle crash with injuries there reported. If you see anything else out there, let me know. 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. So um, I want you to imagine for a moment that you sit as a member of the Boston City Council. I know it's a little far away, okay, and you have to root for all the wrong sports teams, but okay, here goes. You sit on a member as a member of the Boston City Council. Your mayor is a Democrat, and you get an email from her, Michelle Wu. You get an email from her. The, um, the email title of which is Elected of Color Holiday Party Tomorrow. Honorable members, on behalf We've of- We've had a partnership now with Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office. On behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the Electeds of Color Holiday Party Wednesday, December 13th at 5.30 p.m. at the Parkman House. Please let me know if you plan to attend and have any dietary restrictions. So she's having a non-whites only Christmas party. Interesting, though, the email was sent to the whole city council, (laughs) several of whom happened to be white, it was only meant for the city's six counselors of color. About 15 minutes after, she apologized and clarified that, I didn't mean to send that to everybody. I I only meant to invite the, the unwhites to the unwhite electeds of color. <laughs> electeds of color cracks me up. It just does. Um, <laughs> the problem here is you weren't supposed to know that you weren't being invited to a secret non-white party. Dang it. Um, <laughs> I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party tomorrow. I did send that to everyone by accident. I apologize if my email may have offended or come across as so. Oh, I did send that to everyone by accident. And I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. Apologize if my email came across as okay. Um, I suppose, uh, sorry for any confusion this may have caused. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's confusing. I think it's just, as one city council member said, unfortunate and divisive. Um, <laughs> it's just oh my god one person i like this one of the white councilmen said i don't really get offended too easily to offend me you're gonna have to do much more than not invite me to a party it's just more you know symbolic right and i always wonder this is a question you always you always hear about inclusion right we're trying to be inclusion in- inclusive including more um you can't possibly define this as inclusive as you're excluding a certain race based on skin color 
Um, but do you really believe in inclusion as a concept, or do you really only believe in including, you know, some people? Right? Is inclusion for everybody, or is including just for some? In which case, you really shouldn't say it's inclusive. I will say this. Um, I think they missed the opportunity, or maybe I missed the opportunity, to play the right bumper music for the story. She's dreaming of an unwhite Christmas party anyway. Oh, man. 7.29 on News Radio 92.3. Doritos, Doritos, speaking of, uh, Doritos, holiday munchies for your unwhite Christmas party. Doritos is releasing nacho cheese flavored liquor that tastes just like nacho cheese Doritos. Um, yes, please. <laughs> it's $65 a bottle. Uh, limited edition available in stores in California and New York and online starting yesterday. You could order it yesterday. I don't know if they're sold out or not, but um, Doritos brand liquor for your holiday party. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden says in a statement about House Republicans voting to start a formal impeachment inquiry, they're choosing to waste time on a baseless political stunt. Republicans like Texas Congressman Chip Roy have said, let the American people see all relevant documents. What are my Democratic colleagues afraid of if there's nothing to see there? Republicans have pointed to meetings then Vice President had with his son Hunter's associates, as well as checks the president's brother James wrote to him as he was in business with Hunter. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal, an American Wall Street Journal reporter, loses his appeal and will remain in Russian custody until at least January 30th. Evan Gershkovich was applying to be released from jail pending his trial on espionage charges. Gershkovich was detained in March while reporting in Yekaterinburg. He and the journal deny he was spying. The U.S. government has declared him wrongfully detained. Fox's Jonathan Savage. The Russians have said there will be no prisoner swap until a verdict. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. 731 at News Radio, 923, 49 degrees, mostly cloudy skies right now in Pensacola. You're going to want to watch your speed if you're going through Destin anytime soon. The city's been awarded a $50,000 federal grant to tackle speeding issues. That money's going to pay for extra speed enforcement operations through the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office, one of the main roads being targeted. Highway 98. We've had people that are in the 90s and the 100s on, on rare occasions. but Captain Jason Fulgham with the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office. The federal grant money will allow the city to bring in off-duty deputies to run extra speed enforcement operations while not impacting their sheriff's office budget. Uh, the sheriff's office does say you'll likely see additional deputies on the road starting in the next couple of days. Well, the verdict is in. It was guilty yesterday. That's uh, from an Escambia County jury in the murder trial of 53-year-old Brian Easterling. He was the former fire chief in Baker. Despite him testifying yesterday that it was self-defense, the jury found him guilty of first-degree murder in the death of 63-year-old Michael Evers at his car repair shop in June of last year. Easterling reportedly said that he was put on edge by Evers when he went to the shop to collect $25,000 that was owed to him and that he was panicked when he shot him. However, prosecutors say video evidence showed him calmly firing the weapon while Evers had his back to him. Easterling then looked for the money, covered up Evers' body, and took his phone. Evers was found three days later when police did a welfare check. 
Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you, Joe. The city of Milton now has a full city council again, but not everybody was pleased about that. Cronyism. It's a noun. It's derogatory. The appointment of friends and associates to positions of authority without proper regard to their qualifications. Side note, cronyism is a form of corruption. Congratulations, Shari. The majority of public speakers had voiced support for Kathy Ellis. However, it was Sherry Sebastio that was appointed to the Ward 4 seat in a 5-2 to two vote this week. Sebastio has served previously on the council twice by appointment before losing elections to keep the seat. The same scenario could play out next November when the winner will serve out the remaining two years. The Escambia Children's Trust has now signed off on a $4.7 million being dished out to 16 different organizations to run out-of-school programs for a second year. In recent meetings, there had been discussion over whether some organizations were spending too much money on salaries and professional services. Board member and County Commissioner Lumen May says organizations need to do a better job proving that the programs are meeting their mark. Unfortunately, when people are bringing these reports in, this self-reporting, uh, we're making these significant gains and strides in education and in all these gains. Well, that proof is not in the pudding in our schools. They're still failing and warranted on the west side in my district and District 3. The board did vote not to renew grants for two organizations, the Children's Theater and the Urban Development Center. A new bill working its way through the state legislature could make it legal to use deadly force to defend yourself against a bear. House Bill 87 would justify uh, using lethal force in cases where you feel that you or your property are in danger of a bear attack. Under current law, killing a bear in the state carries a penalty of a year in jail and a $1,000 fine. Right now, 735 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? I, I didn't realize how close bears get to you here in Florida. I, I didn't think moving to uh, northwest Florida here by the beach that I would have to deal with bears, but there was one right up in the tree right next to my patio at my apartment uh, last year, and it, it really freaked me and my wife out, and I called everybody I knew. What do I do? What do I do? And they're like, ah, it's okay. Just yell at him. He'll go away. And I'm like, I'm not going to go outside and yell at a bear. I'm sorry. Um, Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, very congested and slow this morning. If you're traveling south on 87 coming out of Milton, there is slow traffic showing in both directions there at the Tom uh, Tom Thumb, Cumberland Farms, Cumberland Thumbs. Uh, Not sure uh, what's going on there. Let me know. I'll just never be. It's going to be the thumb forever in my mind. Gulf Beach Highway eastbound at Barrancas on the west side. A little slow there getting through that intersection. Not sure what's going on there. Could just be the light. Uh, If you see anything out there this morning let me know 437-1620 i need all the help i can get traffic tip line you're listening to news radio 92.3 informative local dependable mostly cloudy skies today with a breezy forecast winds about 15 to 20 miles an hour high today near 64 degrees overnight tonight temperatures dropping in the 40s 47 degrees for your low windy weather continues into your friday winds still coming out of the northeast about 15 to 20 miles an hour high near 64 friday night temperatures dropping near 54 degrees this is brooke richardson from the first morning weather center and right now 49 degrees in pensacola 50 in gulf breeze and 47 in milton Our next news at 8 o'clock and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3.
I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your Money Now. Tesla's recalling more than 2 million vehicles over government contentions that its autopilot system can be misused by drivers in the midst of a years-long probe by the top federal auto safety regulator into crashes involving the driver assistance technology. The safety recall, which covers nearly all Tesla vehicles sold in the U.S., could dent the carmaker's reputation. Same-day delivery is at the top of shoppers' wish list this holiday season with Target seeing more consumers waiting until the last minute to make purchases. Despite economic woes, shoppers spent a record $38 billion between Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday. But a recent Gallup poll found that half of us are doing most of our shopping this month and holding out for the best possible prices. That means a lot are banking on same-day delivery services. On Wall Street, futures indicating a higher open with stocks sitting at record highs. The Dow yesterday surged 512. That's your Money Now. Hi, I'm Dr. Ben McMillan, and I'm a chiropractor and the owner of Neal Clinic Comprehensive Healthcare. Are you tired of covering up your pain with medications and ready to find the source of your problem and fix it? Then tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel live Friday mornings at 9 a.m., and I'll discuss how chiropractic care can help you. And if you miss Friday's show, you can listen to the replay Saturdays or anytime through the podcast. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Beret has been there for my family, I feel like, through every milestone. And so when this stage of life started coming up, I just knew that Beret was the only option. I came in here nervous. I saw the ring and I was like, yep, I know that's it. That's the one for her. It's beautiful. It's just as special as she is. And it means a lot more than just will you marry me. It's just something that words can't describe. <laughs> From all of us at Beret Jewelers, happy holidays. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. Morning, 739 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and Mike Wood is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Joins us every Thursday at around this time. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning. All right, Mike, you never, ever, ever hear me say this, so I just want to make sure that I do say it the one time. They're going to reduce Uh-oh. the speed on Airport Boulevard from 45 to 40, and I agree. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Um, that's the one I never I hate speed limits. I hate them being reduced. I was cheering uh, as loud as I could when I-110 was increased. The 45 miles an hour on the three mile bridge is insane. Uh, but there it is. We deal with it. Uh, but this one makes sense to me because of all the curviness of that road and the kids and the traffic and just the all of it. Uh, my question, though, is, is airport a road that Aside from being at Ninth Avenue, and this is between Davis and Ninth Avenue, aside from right there at Ninth Avenue or at Davis particularly, is speed a problem on that road? Are crashes related to speed a problem on that road? 
I can't say that all the crashes are related to speed. I can't say that we do have too many crashes on that road. It's get, it's busy. It's getting busier and busier every year. So we do see why they would lower that speed limit uh, a little bit to 40 miles an hour. So, yeah, things, traffic has been an issue on airport for some time. Okay. I was just kind of curious what the PPD perspective on this was. Uh, you know, I understand at the intersections, but that's more for red lights and other things. But, you know, anyway, made sense to me. Um, anything in the news? I haven't seen a lot of things, you know, make big news, but I guess there's a couple of scams going around. Is that right? Yeah. So there's, it's Christmas time. People are ordering a lot of things and there's, there's two of them actually going on. One, uh, you, if you get a message from the United States Postal Service that says a package has arrived at the warehouse and cannot be delivered due to incomplete address information, please confirm your address in the link below within 12 hours. That's exactly what it says. I just read it. I got it myself this morning, and I've had it several times. Um, this is a scam. When you when you click on the link, bad things happen. So, um, you know, if, if a package goes to the warehouse, you know, they're going to figure it out. They're going to get it to, to where it needs to go one way or the other without your assistance. So uh, that is a scam. And then the other one has happened yeah, I think, twice. I think that, by the, by the way, that, the, that one, Jake is confirming. His parents got that same thing. My parents got that email. They clicked on that link, sir, and within the day, their uh, accounts had been hit and money Ugh. had been taken. Unbelievable. Within the day. Wow. I, would, I mean, because, again, if you thought it all the way through, if they can do a good enough job of finding you that they've got your email from an inadequate address, like the logic of it doesn't add up. But, you know, in the moment, you don't think through these things through all the way. I understand. So, sorry, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, everybody's ordering pack or having packages sent, so yeah. they just, they click on it. And, and yeah, bad things happen. So uh, we want to make sure everybody's uh, aware of that one. And then we had two more where the victims arrived at the Pensacola Airport uh, this week, both to get delivered bad news from the officer there that they'd been scammed out of thousands of dollars, one of which uh, told the individual, if you send us $500, we're going to get you a brand-new car, and the brand-new car is going to be delivered to the Pensacola Airport. Uh, the individual got there, time passed uh, when they were supposed to meet, and he was out the, the money. And then a more serious one happened to where this one was uh, out in excess of $15,000. Um, they said, if you'll send us uh, the $15,000, we're going to get you, uh, I believe it was uh, two or $100,000 to be paid at the Pensacola Airport. So, What does um, the airport yeah, have that, to do with any of this? A lot of money. What? We have no idea. No, no idea. So, uh, yeah, this is something, again, if you get – uh, if you get mail, email like something like this, a message on your phone, a call on your phone for something like this to happen, it seems too good to be true. It is. Well, I, you know, wow. I, it's just, it's hard to fathom, but they wouldn't do it if it didn't work some of the time. It may not work on 99 people, oh. but if it works on one, it's a good day. Yeah, there are just people out there that are just, that just trust everybody. And it's a shame that uh, that they get picked on like this, and they lose a lot of money, and these people can't afford to lose $100, let alone uh, $15,000. So um, all we can do is keep putting it out there. We hope that these people are listening, and if you have someone, especially the elderly, uh, that, that may fall victim to this, to right. please let them know that these things, uh, they're, they're just simply too good to be true, and they are. Wow, good notes. Scary stuff. Uh, you guys also, I guess you had a traffic stop that became something else, as you always say, the traffic stop and the domestic violence or the domestic scenario call to the house. Those are the two most unpredictable things in the cop world, right? Yeah, just a simple traffic stop in the area of Kyle Fox and Cross Street. Um, the driver fled from the officers, and a short time later, the vehicle was crashed out at A and Mallory Street. 
uh, where the victim of the vehicle struck a tree. This is a very serious crash. We got calls on it that morning uh, from other, other members of the media thinking that it may have been a fatality. It was that bad. But uh, the individuals ran from the vehicle. And when officers arrived on the scene, there were uh, people there that were pointing in the direction that they ran. We certainly appreciate when that happens. Uh, a perimeter was set up, and with the uh, help of an Escambia County canine unit, all three individuals were located and arrested. Um, also, narcotics and a firearm was located in the vehicle. So uh, great work by Sergeant Gigliotti's shift on that one. And uh, like I said, the three were arrested and, and put in jail, and they were uh, pretty much uninjured from the very serious crash. Wow, great work. As you say, you know, connected to gun and narcotics, that's, uh, you know, extra good work. And then you said a canine. Um, I haven't heard you tell about any stories recently involving the drones. Um, I assume you're still using them, or maybe there haven't been occasions. Well, the drones are on standby right now. We've had some, in, some issues with the drones. The drone program is still active. Uh, but we've got to keep up with those, the, um, you know, the newer models, the updated models, and that's what we're trying to get done now. Uh, but the, the drone program is not, isn't going anywhere. It's something that we want to stick with because it's been very helpful in the past. Okay, I just I, I thought I heard you say two different things. I want to make sure I know which one it was. So currently we're not using the drones because they need some upgrade maintenance of some sort, but we will get that and get them back online. Is Did I hear that? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I was okay. trying to say. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I just uh, you you kind of <laughs> yeah. said it's it's in operation, but also, and I just didn't know which one of those I was hearing right. So fair enough. Uh, Mike, uh, yeah, Mike, it's, it's not a program. That, it's not a program that's been abandoned. At okay, all. good. I I figured, but like I said, it seemed like that would be a case where maybe the drone would be useful, especially with the cold temperature outside, and that's why I wanted to ask. Uh, hang on for just a second, Mike. We got Jake with traffic on the fives. Okay, we're not looking too bad out there this morning. Do have a couple things to tell you about. Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point is very congested and slow this morning. If you're traveling south on 87 coming out of Milton, there's slow traffic showing in both directions at the Tom Thumb. Uh, Gulf Beach Highway eastbound at Barrancas on the west side, a little slow getting through that intersection. Also, Beverly at North Palafox, really congested through there eastbound heading through that intersection. This traffic report is brought to you by New South Windows Solutions. If you have any traffic info to report, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3 informative local dependable thanks so much jake back to mike wood the public information officer for the pensacola police department you guys also had a child uh, endangerment case this week right yeah that happened early monday morning and it involved co-sleeping and you know in the past we've talked about it a lot about how dangerous co-sleeping is yes. Jeff simmons and the sheriff's department had a campaign on that as well uh, and it happened again this time we were fortunate that the toddler uh, when the toddler was found um, having issues breathing and was uh, purple, blue, had blue lips and that sort of thing, the grandmother that was in the bed with the toddler took the toddler outside uh, to go run and find help because the toddler was having issues breathing. So they were outside. It was very cold that night, and they got about a block in 40 minutes trying to find help, and that arrived when a passing car was uh, was approaching them, and uh, the they they called the police. The individual in the vehicle called the police. We got the toddler to the hospital uh, where there was some uh, some cold injury to the extremities on that toddler, and ultimately the the grandmother was arrested for child neglect. Mm. Oh, what a awful case all so, around, yeah. beginning to end. And you know, just just in case there might be somebody listening who doesn't know the term. Uh, co-sleeping is sleeping in the same bed with an infant or a toddler, uh, which can be, I mean, it's one of the most dangerous things you can do to endanger their lives. So uh, thank you for the safety note and also what a, you know, strange case. Uh, but the, the child's doing okay now, as far as we know? Yeah, the child's going to, 
the child's going to be fine. We just Good. we have problems understanding why the grandmother would take the child outside trying to find help instead of uh, banging on neighbors' doors and, and that sort of thing. We understand that the phone that she had was inoperable. Uh, but it's another reminder, if you do have a cell phone and you don't help have cell service, that 911 is still going to work. Even on old cell phones, much, much of the time, as long as they are compatible with the network. Yeah, that's a really great safety tip. In fact, they don't they I remember they used to collect uh, old cell phones to give to domestic violence victims uh, as the emergency phone they can use in need. Is that, that, that still happens, I assume, right? I haven't heard of that going away, no. Okay, All right, very good. We always like to end with a, a cop myth or a did you know. Do you have one for me this week, Mike? Yeah, it's a myth, and uh, you might uh, let me ask you if a if a police car, a fire truck, and an ambulance and a postal vehicle all arrived at a four way stop at the same time, who has the right of way? <laughs> yeah, this is a, I'm picturing. This is a, this I'm picturing. Is a real thing. Okay, say it one more time. I just a police car, yep. an ambulance, a fire truck, and a postal vehicle all come to a four-way stop at the same time. Who has the right-of-way? I mean, I, I want to say nobody has the right-of-way. You just have to figure out, because if they're all at the same time, nobody has the right-of-way. You're going to tell me it's like the postal the postal truck or something, ambulance. right? That's the, that's the myth, and that is completely untrue. <laughs> now, look, in, in, full, in full disclosure, years and years, and I'm talking about a long time ago, that was true. It was when the postal vehicle may be carrying important dispatches from the, maybe the White House, such as a declaration of war or something like that. But that's gone by the wayside many years ago. Uh, it's a regular vehicle, just like those three emergency vehicles I mentioned are also just regular vehicles. That's right. Unless one of them or all of them is operating in an emergency mode. So, um yeah, they all have to go by traffic laws. The mail, the mail vehicle does not have priority over over anybody else. It's, it's another vehicle, just as the emergency vehicles are when they're not running lights and sirens. Unless, and I don't want to, I want to make sure that we we mention this. Unless the postal vehicle has lights and sirens going, in which case they get priority, right? Well, they're probably going to get stopped. <laughs> they're they're probably not going to make it far from that intersection because the cops going to be like. Well, not now. No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we all understand express mail, but that would be taking it a bit too far. <laughs> Mike Wood, he is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Uh, Mike, I'll be out next week, so uh, we'll see you again in two weeks. But Merry Christmas and, of course, Happy New Year coming up. But, uh, sir, I appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Merry Christmas. Thank you. 751 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you're thinking about that next vehicle that you would like to illegally attach exterior lights to, uh, <laughs> don't do that part, but do go to Frontier Motors. They have a great selection of good quality, almost new cars, one, two, three years old, low miles, great condition. That's how we wound up being customers of theirs because they just had a car that nobody else had. We called it our unicorn because we couldn't find one. They didn't exist. And then they had one. We're like, ah, let's drive it. We drove it. That's a good price. Can you come down a little bit? Sure. Can you give us a date? Sure. Can you come down a little bit more? Sure. Can we buy it? They said sure. <laughs> I mean, it was that easy. So, and we have had great, uh, great interactions with them ever since. And they've been—I I literally went to my sales manager after that and I said, "Can I please advertise for them? Because they're awesome." He's like, "Yeah, we can figure that out." So, ever since we have been, because again, I really love the business model and how the people treat you at Frontier Motors. Uh, they're just so great, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years. Right behind the Big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. 
And we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm, <sighs> best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. We got a game to call. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening. Whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! News Radio 92.3. What we're looking for today is the Griswold family Christmas tree. Slash Christmas music is fantastic. So, so love it. 754 on uh, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. And uh, David Wayne is in our newsroom this morning with the headlines. David? House Republicans have authorized an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Uh, Republicans claim that uh, President Biden benefited from foreign business dealings of his son, Hunter. An impeachment inquiry allows the House to hold public hearings that could lead to further impeachment proceedings. Pope Francis calling for binding international treaties to govern the development and use of artificial intelligence. In a message for the upcoming World Day of Peace on January 1st, he uh, warned that while AI could lead to fantastic progress, he says it could also usher in a, quote, technological dictatorship and today andrew is national screwdriver day today we celebrate two ingredients that make up america's 20th favorite cocktail according to taste atlas you mix vodka and orange juice you get yourself a screwdriver created in world war ii when soldiers mixed spirits with juice and used a screwdriver as a stirrer so says the legend liquor.com says a proper screwdriver has 164 calories but 124 milligrams of vitamin c to your health i'm brie tennis <laughs> You may have to wait until after work to celebrate. Yeah, well, you know, it depends on the rules or the rules you're willing to violate. Speak for yourself. Yeah, right? I don't know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> I, okay, tell me, tell me it's just me. Feel free to tell me it's just me. If I've been so conditioned by the culture that hearing this lady do a news report about screwdrivers, I'm a little bit like, ah. <laughs> like ah, it's a little, ah, it's a little bit. Am I the only one? 
I'm the only one. You're okay, the only enough. one, yeah. Good enough. Uh, I, I am a 12-year-old, of course. Uh, oh, we had two people text in and say, one person says about a decade ago I had to do driving improvement school, and they said the exact opposite, that the mailman goes first. Somebody else, same thing. I took an advanced driving course two years ago to lower my auto rate, and they were taught. we were taught in that very scenario that the postal vehicle has the right of way. Glad I was corrected. It pro- Here's my guess, is when it was true, it made it into the like lore of teaching at the school. And the, it bolsters the here we know this stuff you don't know anymore uh, kind of expertise. And then they changed the law and then they didn't update the books is kind of my guess. Oh, somebody else. This is actually a really good point. Uh, talking about the speed on airport says, I don't see a problem particularly with the speeding so much as what I have seen many times is that the lights on airport. And I'm assuming they mean like at the bottom of the hill primarily, uh, but that. People go through the red lights, so you have to be very cautious turning on to airport from one of the side accesses through the traffic lights. I thought, oh, you know, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, if it's a higher speed and especially with the hills, I can see that happening more often. Uh, Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay. Uh, If you're on Highway 98 westbound this morning uh, headed toward Tiger Point from Navarre, it's very congested and slow getting through that intersection this morning uh, on up into uh, almost into Gulf Breeze proper. If you're traveling south on 87 coming out of Milton, there is slow traffic showing in both directions at the Tom Thumb. I'm not seeing an accident there, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Gulf Beach Highway eastbound at Barrancas on the west side, a little slow getting through that intersection. Also, Beverly at North Palafox uh, eastbound there. Uh, And uh, uh, accident just now showing up on the map at Davis Highway, North Davis Highway at Ladd Drive. There is a crash there with roadblock. If you see anything else out there this morning, let me know. 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. 758. Uh, a couple of lawsuits that are going on here in the state of Florida relating to, it's always gender identity, LGBTQ issues. Um, it just... It, of course, because we've been passing legislation to try to, for example, push that stuff out of the schools and just not have to deal with it. Uh, we got three Florida teachers who are now suing a federal lawsuit over the state law that prohibits them from using they, them, or MX kind of pronouns and prefixes. Uh, plaintiffs are Hillsborough County High School, uh, a Lee County teacher, and uh, a Florida virtual school teacher. And basically, they say it's infringement on their freedom of speech. Because this is what we want to say in order to identify ourselves. And uh, the law in part says that a school employee may not provide to a student his or her preferred personal title or pronouns if such personal preferred title or pronouns do not correspond to his or her sex. And they say, you know, it's, it's who I am. And this discriminates against transgender and non-binary people. Um, there are options. It can be called teacher. You know, there are certain generic options that they're entirely allowed to use that they prefer not to use. Mr. Uh, teacher or Coach, for example. But I wonder if somebody wanted to be called, like, Her Majesty Jones or Her Highness Smith, and then they were denied, would they be able to sue on First Amendment grounds? I don't think so. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.